It's been another busy year for golf on the Isle of Man in 2023, and the last 12 months or so have also been a major experience for two Manx competitors plying their trade towards the top level. Anna Dawson and Tom Gandy have spent their latest campaigns out in the professional game, testing themselves against some of the most challenging opposition and courses across the UK and further afield. Whilst both find themselves in the professional ranks, the duo right now are on slightly different pathways at this point. Gandhi now holds five years' experience at that level, whilst this year was a milestone one for Anna, who was making the step up to the pro game for the first time this season. Now that the regular campaign has come to a close, eyes are turning to preparations for 2024 and the chance to grow and progress. We've had the chance to catch up with both players who've reflected on their performances over the last few months and what's to come for the future. Starting then with Dawson, who has dived in straight at the deep end to take part in the Ladies' European Tour and Roses events and other competitions in her maiden pro season. How does the player from Peel believe this year has been so far? Yeah, it's been good. It's been probably a lot more intense than what I was expecting. Obviously, I've played like a lot of tournaments, a lot of longer tournaments, but I mean, I've absolutely loved it, which obviously I think first and foremost is the most important thing. And it was good to have a couple of good results in there too. I think obviously... You can always reflect on seasons and wish there was other aspects that were better as well. But all in all, as a whole, for the first year, I've learned a lot and I think it went pretty well, yeah. You mentioned that you've enjoyed quite a few aspects of it, despite the intensity and, of course, the challenge of being in the professional game. What are the things you've enjoyed the most about the season so far, would you say? I've loved the travel. Like Going to so many different countries Like every week has been amazing. I mean, it's not often we get the chance to actually go and see places while we're there, but... um, I think just being around, like playing different courses every week and like losing different cultures and different people, like I think that's been so fun. And just the setup as well has been, it feels professional, you know? I mean, obviously I am a professional now, but it's still pretty fun to kind of get to go to these really nice courses and play on them like competitively every week. I think that's probably one of the best parts as well. Let's talk about those experiences a little bit. We'll start with on the course in the competitive side of things. What have been the biggest, I suppose, eye-openers at this level that you haven't maybe experienced in previous years? I think probably like the fine margins. So when you drop a shot, you don't just drop one place for dropping that shot. You can drop quite a lot, (laughs) which I think is quite hard to maybe like wrap your head around because it can make every shot feel like so important. But obviously that then goes both ways as well, where if you make a birdie, you move up quite a lot. But yeah, it's just so much more bunch like it's so competitive but it is good fun and it's probably just in a weird way been surprising maybe the jump up wasn't maybe quite as much as I expected I mean I definitely don't feel like I've played all my best stuff this year but when we were in Prague for one of our events on the LET I was leading after the first round so even to just kind of get a bit of a glimpse of how that feels and showing that you know my good game does compete at the very top of that tour is that is really is good fun. And in terms of off the course, you've already mentioned the travelling, which you say you've uh, enjoyed immensely throughout this season so far. And there's lots of other things that go on behind the scenes, the, the logistics, and you've got to keep yourself fit and in training and whatnot. So away from the competition itself throughout the season, how have you found everything else behind the scenes? Yeah, really good. I've been very um, fortunate this year where I've also got to follow a lot of my boyfriend's golf and he's just earned his DP World Tour card. So that's been probably be honestly a nice kind of distraction to have as well where I haven't just been completely focused on my own game and yeah I've got to go to a few tournaments with him and travel the world as well and also I got to bring my sisters to a couple of the tournaments too so I still got to do like really nice bits like away from the golf like I brought 
later to South Africa and I brought more of a sister Holly to um, Amsterdam. So yeah, there's been other great stuff as well that's like gone along the side of it. When we spoke ahead of the start of the season, uh, you mentioned that you were going to have to think about the fact that because of uh, where you finished in Q school, you weren't necessarily sure where you were going to be playing from week to week or month to month. How have you found that having to adapt sometimes quite quickly to the schedule in terms of the events that you've ended up taking part in? Yeah, it's been kind of tricky, but overall I've pretty much every tournament I got into, I got to go. There was a couple towards the end of the year where it was just a bit too short notice and a bit too far away where I unfortunately couldn't take up them opportunities. But yeah, most of it, it hasn't gone too bad. And obviously that's a big learning experience where obviously next year I'll have so much more of a better understanding of that as well. And I think all things considered, I've handled that really well this year. And in terms of the community within the, let's take the Ladies European Tour, for example, you know, not not many people get the chance to play at that level. So to be playing alongside some of the top female players in the world throughout the season, what's it been like, I suppose, mixing with them and almost getting to know them in some sense? Oh, it's been so good. Like the amount of times I've been on the range and you're just surrounded by these great players and people that, you know, have won majors or you I've seen quite a lot on like TV and social media growing up and yeah, it's really cool to be able to tee up alongside them and, you know, see the difference and yeah, it is good for and obviously I'm hoping next year I can improve my status a little bit again and get to play in a few more of them bigger tournaments and just kinda of keep being around that more and more would be will be really good. Going into the, the next season, what are the main lessons that you're going to take going forward that uh, you hope can keep improving your game going into the next campaign? I think probably one of the biggest things I've realised this year is the difference between like playing amateur tournaments and professional tournaments. Like When I'd play an amateur tournament, obviously you want to do well every week because you go in and it is a hobby and you want to do well because then it's obviously why you're going and you enjoy it. But I think realising on tour it's actually not about just going and playing like wanting to make every cut and learning the difference between it's okay to actually kind of miss the cut and have average not really worry about playing like average golf because it actually pays off so much more to have a couple really good weeks and then honestly run out of four maybe for a little bit and then come back into it and have another couple of good weeks. I think this year I've played very consistently and you kind of don't quite get rewarded for that. So I think just that affects next year how I'll play too when I, you know, have strategy wise and maybe playing a bit more aggressively and be willing to, you know, make mistakes and know that the consequence that I don't really need to worry about because there'll be other times when I play well and it, it's worth so much more. So that's been interesting to wrap my head around. But um I think I'm starting to understand it a bit now. In terms of, I suppose, highlights for the year as well, uh, do you have any in particular, are there any particular moments or results that have uh, stood out for you that you're particularly proud of? Putting you on the spot here. (laughs) Getting into the playoff in the Rose event was really really fun. Um, To make a birdie down the last as well, to get into it was good fun. It was really tricky conditions and I had Shirley Price on the bag as well and yeah, it was just such a different experience for me. It was the first time I've ever been in a playoff or anything like that. So I think that was just honestly really cool to kind of be a part of. And then, yeah, leading the tournament in Prague, like getting to see my name up at the top of the leaderboard and 
Gelman flag up at the top of the leaderboard. That was definitely really good fun as well and definitely gave me motivation to uh, want to keep it up there for a little bit longer next time. Just one final question. We've already just uh, spoken about going into the next campaign, but I suppose immediately over the next couple of weeks and months, um, what's the plan for you? Have you got anything in particular scheduled? Yeah, it's kind of been non-stop. So even since I finished my last tournament on the LET, I've been straight to China and then Hong Kong and then straight to Dubai and then straight to Morocco and then straight to Portugal. So it's not really stopped, but I that's all been realistically in prep for Q school. So I have to go back to Leaders European Tour qualifying school starting in a couple of weeks. Do you know the best prep I can for that to give me the best dates I can for next year to hopefully go out and and improve upon this year. So that's Dawson's journey so far, and now that of Gandhi, registered as a professional in 2017 and making his debut the year after. The Douglas man went into the 2023 program with some slightly different objectives in mind. After a challenging 12 to 18 months prior to this campaign, Gandhi had previously told us he was looking to improve certain aspects of his game, particularly around mindset and mentality, and to fall back in love with the sport. He's certainly given himself that opportunity to do that this year, having competed across numerous different competitions in a busy programme. So how has he found that schedule and how does he feel he's performed in 2023? Mixed bag, really. I was kind of quite optimistic start of the year I, and I, the way things worked out I didn't actually play as many events on the challenge tour as I was hoping to start the year you know I was kind of promised X amount of invites and was expecting to play in more as well and so I was holding out waiting to go and play on some of those events which are more European based and yeah a lot of the time it, it didn't happen or I was very close on a Monday or Tuesday tournament starting Thursday and I was left to no man's land a bit so I played a, a bit of a bit on the Challenge Tour, a bit on the Tartan Tour, which is in Scotland, a bit on the Clutch Tour across England. So I never really played enough events on any one of those to have a big impact on any order of merit. So it, it, it's it's been good. I've had lots of individual decent weeks. I've not strung a long line of results together. But yeah, it's, it's, it's another season. It's another load of experience, learning opportunities, and here we are. Like you say... You had some what you feel are you know were positive results, but maybe just couldn't quite put that string of consistent results together on any particular event. And do you think that uh, the fact that you have had to, I suppose, juggle these different events across the year has maybe contributed to that not quite finding maybe that rhythm you were hoping for? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I still, I still probably played plenty of events, but then I would be playing one, but with half an eye on trying to travel off to Germany say or wherever because if I, I believed at the start of the year I would play predominantly on the challenge tour and I would you know play sufficient events to get a better category for the following season or you know so I was always maybe one eye on one thing and trying to play on the other and tough to juggle I mean I, I had that problem probably when I when I was playing the European tour and between the European and challenge tour so maybe I should have learned that lesson a bit earlier to really just commit to one but it's the way it kind of felt it was tricky but like I say there was lots of individual good rounds maybe put two rounds together in a three round tournament but stringing them all together you know it always seems to or has eluded me for a little while but it's we're getting there there's plenty of good signs that's all I would say you sort of alluded to the fact that it's a bit of a, a learning curve for yourself mm-hmm. having to go through that particular process so along with like like you've already mentioned some of the good results you've had do you think that's kind of given you a fresh perspective on things in terms of how to to, to manage a whole season when it's like that yeah, definitely. I know I'm sort of, well, I'm, I'm in my early 30s now, so you're kind of in the more maybe experienced. But until you actually go through these things and learn these things, I mean, I turned professional without 
really knowing anybody who had done so before so I'm having to go through these things to learn these things myself a little bit I haven't been able to maybe ask the question or be advised or you know so it, it's, it's the nature of it really all I'm trying to do is play whatever event I do play turn up as best I can and play as well as I can I like I say there were a few events this year I maybe let myself be sidetracked because I was thinking I was going elsewhere or whatever but um I always as long as it breaks down to you give it your best on every shot what more can you do but yeah it, it's a tough one I you know I made a change in my coaching team through sort of two-thirds of the way through the season and there's some really really positive signs for the back end of the season there in terms of ball striking hitting the ball for tee into the greens and stuff so that led to me playing some some better golf some um you know better results so now with a full winter ahead to to kind of bed more things in with with my new coach there maybe you know I want to come out fighting early on next season rather than it be the good stuff starts to appear towards the back end which always seems to be the case with me but you know I'm trying to put things in place now to to start the season quicker when we spoke ahead of the campaign one of the main things that you wanted to get out of it when you when we spoke was that you wanted to fall in love again with the game almost after what had been you know a challenging 12 to 18 months previously to to be out there enjoying being part of the program do you think do you think you've achieved that this season yeah 100 percent. actually yeah I, i was kind of at the start of the season a lot of my goals were based around process and mentality and i do believe i've made a load of positive changes obviously that doesn't necessarily come straight through in your results but i know out there i've been in a much better headspace than than i was prior to that you know prior to like the last time we spoke so it's definitely been a big move forward there now hopefully like i say technically and ball striking wise hopefully starting to see a lot of positive signs there as well and eventually it has to come together surely so um I, you know i'm 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 in it for the long haul i i love the game i love what i do um i do believe a good version of me is plenty good enough to compete on the you know european tour or or, or whatever and that's what i aim to do bring the best of myself and, and see what happens Broad question here. Talking of highlights of the season, are there any in particular that uh, stand out at this particular point? I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe a bit harsh myself. I, I had probably, I did have my first competitive hole in one, which is a, a chance occurrence, really, as much as anything. It was a good shot, but I've hit plenty of good shots before that haven't gone in. But and there was a bit of a crowd there for that, so that that was a nice moment. Um, it was in the middle of a pretty bang average round of golf, though, so. You know, I didn't play particularly well that week. But, yeah, bits like that. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I've got to see some great places again. I've kind of, as I say, enjoyed the experience more. I'm kind of in a much better headspace with it. So it's all a learning curve. Um, It's been good. Your first sort of pro hole-in-one, as it were. Just what was was that moment like? Did it it feel good as soon as you connected with it? Or was it that long old wait of just waiting to see where it lands? I mean, it it was a little... Literally two days before, I decided I had too big a gap between, to bore you here, but my 9-iron and my 8-iron. So we strengthened the loft of my 9-iron by degree. It was going three yards further. And because of that, I felt I could get my 9-iron there. And it literally landed bang on the number, just passed, screwed back and went and went in the hole. And yeah, like I say, it all happens in a blue. It was a good shot. But as I say, I've hit plenty of good shots before. I know had I not have tweaked that golf club, it would have landed three yard short and spun off the front of the green. But um, yeah, that's the way it goes. In your words, it was maybe in a, a bit of a bang average round that that mm. seemed to happen. But how important is it for someone who's in the programme, not, ju- not just in golf, but I suppose in a lot of other different sports that can be applied to, that um, you, you start taking those little victories from those mm. particular events, those particular tournaments? Yeah, it's massive because it's, I mean, I, I can only obviously speak from golf, but I watch football, I watch other sports. It's such a competitive, 
environment. There's so many good players. It's If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And so you can't just base yourself off a result or because they, they don't always happen. It's not always in your control, is it? So, you know, if, if you can find ways to make a day a positive day, even if the outcome or the score isn't that great, you will, you know, you will start to add those up and you will move forward. So I'm a big believer in that. And, and that's, you know, that's an example of that, I guess. We've caught up recently as well with um, a fellow pro golfer from the island, Anna Dawson. It's been her debut season at the professional level and she's talked already about uh, how many uh, different things, both in terms of um, playing out on course and the other aspects that have she's learned so much from. You've now been in the professional game for several years. 2017 you turned professional, I believe it right was. Right at the end, yeah. So 2018 was my first season. 2018 going into your first season. So you've had several years there. I mean, mm. just how many experiences, including this season, have you taken over time that's built up your knowledge and ability as a player? Yeah it's yeah i mean it's it's massive because I, I, I do think back to my first sort of experience off island competing was as an amateur and that that was actually 10 years ago this year and i think back to then to now and i, I believe experience knowledge understanding way improved but i would love the freedom i had as as that kind of young lad didn't really know what the crack was and and off i went but you do pick up so much and i know i'm trying to bank all that you've got to really manage how much you actually pay attention to i guess but there's a lot of important things i know anna's had it had a solid season she's maybe not quite had every you know it's, it's not been perfect but she's done well she's learned a lot she will be stronger for next season her boyfriend will is a, a sort of friend of mine or i've played with him for several years and he's had a great year and particularly when anna's been there with him so i know she's had a, a positive influence on him which is great to see as well so i'm sure she'll she'll do us proud there so we'll see and for you in that respect looking forwards obviously you'll have to go through the process again of figuring out and learning that pathway as to where the next season will go so just looking into the future we'll start with the short term what are your plans over the co- in weeks and months looking ahead so mainly it involves just being home enjoying being home catching up with charlotte my girlfriend my family where we've got a bit of a project on at home so putting some hours in there yeah and and on on the golf side of things there's a lot of work to be done in terms of analyzing what maybe what is important to me to improve at what is yes it'd be great if i got better at but not worthy of so much time you know trying to really balance that time and become make sure my practice is effective really because it's quite easy to just stand there and but not be engaged not be focused enough so it's it's working with the guys I work with my team and and trying to figure out right what are the marginal gains we're going to make and and where we're going to go and and then in terms of where to play next year it looks like I'll probably play on the clutch tour which is the UK based sort of third tier tour so I'll be playing there I mean I'll hopefully be getting some invites with the challenge tour again ideally uh, because to me i just want to challenge myself at the highest level i can um i know like i've said a good a good version of me is more than capable so if i can bring that to a good week on the you know a higher tiered tour then i know i can compete so goal is to to play that for the most part see where we stand after the early season and and go from there really Thank you for having the stamina to make it to the end of the Manx Radio Sportscast. You're clearly someone who has their eye on the ball at all times. Want to hear more about the latest sporting news across the Isle of Man and much more? Then might I recommend you take the plunge and subscribe to this series or a wide range of Manx Radio podcasts at your favourite podcast provider so that, in a flash, all of our finest moments take a winner's place on your smartphone. Thank you.